At the center of a row of trees on Columbus and 83rd is a small shack with a red wooden board on it that reads office. It's more like a tent held with wooden shafts and pallets. The walls, white tarp covered in transparent plastic sheets. It's Lily Bajot's home for the month, which she shares with a friend and their two dogs. Selling Christmas trees will make her more money than her bartender job back home in Quebec, but it's not easy every day. Uh, it's challenging actually, the cold and the rain living on the street, but I like it. It's snowing right now, so how are you handling it? Uh, we have a eater inside, a propane eater, it's my best friend for the month, and we have a bunch of blankets and we, people give us a coffee and hot food, so it helps. Some Christmas tree companies provide housing, but Bajos doesn't. They build us the shack and they're like, figure it out, what's your situation, because you have this corner and that's it. <laughs> the shack fits just a queen-size mattress where Bajot and her friend alternate sleeping in shifts. Every year, they have to find businesses and friends around them to help with basic needs. We actually have a really friendly neighbor that lets us taking shower at his apartment that is just behind our shack. And the pizza place next to the, our shack let us use the bathroom and the, the water and stuff. New York businesses are easygoing and friendly, she says. It's mostly the cold and the lack of comfort that's difficult. About 20 blocks north, Greg Cornier is a bit better off. He lives in a van. He's French, but lives in Oregon where he crafts stone. He's been coming to New York every end of November since 2018. Every year I need to socialize a little bit and I'm feeling closer to the New Yorker than the Oregon people. Each year he has a new location, depending on where his company, Mr. Christmas Trees, made deals with building landlords. This month, his trees are lying on the wall of a GoPuff supermarket on the corner of 103rd and Broadway. Like Bajot, once he gets the location and permit, he's on his own. So housing is his responsibility. We're sleeping here in the van just behind and me because I'm managing my own booth I'm working from 6 in the morning to midnight every day. My night guy is sleeping in the van right now. The large white van parked right behind his stand has cardboard on the windows for privacy. He moves around a lot during the year so he's used to van life. But with every new location comes the same obstacle as Bajot, finding businesses to help him. He's gotten some refusals in the past but this year he's even managed to make a deal with a restaurant nearby that gives them free food. He gave them a train exchange. Even living on the street hasn't been a problem legally. The, the street is for everybody, so if you want to live in your van, you live in your van. <laughs> we just have a deal with the people who's putting the tickets. They don't put tickets on us. I think it's a tradition. The question is, is it worth it? Cornish says it depends on the year. For an example, the first year I made that, he was not good. I made 11K. He never knows how much he's going to make exactly. This year, though, he's optimistic. Uh, my night guy this time is going to win between six and 8,000, and I'm, I hope I'm going to make between 10 and 17. But Joe and Cornier are halfway through the season. On Christmas Day, their companies will give them their salary. That's when they know these past few weeks living on the streets of the Upper West Side were worth it. This was Isis Blaches for Columbia Radio News.